the one that almost got away. <laughs> 32 weeks pregnant. This episode almost didn't happen. Did it happen? <laughs> Listen, I have pregnancy brain, but I also have been recording a lot of podcast episodes for the upcoming weeks, kind of trying to plan my maternity leave and get ahead of things. Because right now I am recording two episodes a week, every week, and you're getting them days after I recorded them, only a few days. So if I lose my voice today, we're not going to have any episodes next week. Does that, are you following? (laughs) I record week to week. I don't have like a stockpile of podcast episodes. So I'm trying to work on that for when baby comes and if I lose my voice, like it's just, it's probably a smart thing to have as a content creator. We're working on it. And I thought I recorded this episode. I thought I talked about my pregnancy. I thought we just met. Weren't we just here doing this? I don't know what happened, but bump day came and I didn't have an episode to post. So we're, we're a little bit late Thank you for being here and patiently waiting for this release. 32 weeks pregnant. I have a midwife appointment next week and I'm really excited about it because I kind of want to go every week. Like I think it's because I'm planning and we, we are having a home birth. Let me rephrase that. I'm excited to go to my midwife appointments and I wish there were more frequent because I am having a home birth and I just want to talk about it and prepare for it and have that designated time with my midwife every week. But we're not there yet. We've got, I think at 36 weeks, they have you start coming in every week. Anyways. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that coming up. We're also going to be doing a home tour type of situation soon. So we're going to do like a Zoom call and they can like check out the space, our house, the bathroom, like what, what they're working with. I can't imagine what it would be like to be a midwife and show up to someone's house for a home birth and like they're hoarders or something. (laughs) Like they need to make sure it's going to be... An acceptable place to birth a baby, which there are many. I mean, I guess maybe they're also looking for not cleanliness, but the space wise. Like they would be like, okay, well, you said you want to birth a baby in your bathroom. Like you can't fit more than three people in that bath, more than two people in that bathroom. Like what are we going to do? So they need to see the lay of the land, the blueprint of the house, if you will. Now, I want to go back to how I stopped myself a little bit ago when I said, I'm planning a home birth. I'm going to be on labor nurse mama. Shoot, is it labor mama nurse? It's one of the two. Because I know I've been on mommy labor nurse. We've collaborated in the past, but I recently found labor nurse mama. Shoot, I'm going to mess up. <laughs> It has dots in between. Her name is Trish. She's amazing. Oh my gosh. Where has she been in my whole life? She has a huge following on Instagram. She's got a great podcast with so many resources, but basically she's had six unmedicated births and she works in a hospital setting helping, you know, moms give birth every single day. And she has just learned so much and she's very supportive of 
home births, midwives, birthing centers, hospital births, like whatever it's going to look like for you. And she just, I wish she could be my midwife, honestly. Like I love talking to her. She was so validating. I'm hoping when the episode goes live, I maybe I'll share it on here too. I don't know how that works. Podcast sharing. Like if I record on hers, maybe we'll reuse the episode over here. We did talk about my birth stories, which I already have an episode where I did that. And then we talked about, you know, benefits of exercise. A lot, we talked a lot about working out for people that don't enjoy working out or don't want to work out. Um, So yeah, be on the lookout for that. Anyways, she said one of the biggest things that she sees with women who do home births is their attitude going into it. Your mentality for birth in general, it matters so much. So if you go into birth in a hospital, this is like my first, my first labor story, basically, I was winging it essentially. But in my defense, I didn't know what it was going to feel like. And my thought was like, well, I'm going to make decisions based off of how I feel in that moment. Right now, I feel like I could go unmedicated, but I don't know what it's going to feel like later. Or I don't know if it's going to like, I'm going to just go with the flow. (laughs) And her whole thing is like, if you plan to, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Like you need a plan. Even if it's go with the flow, it's like, okay, let's list that out. What does it look like? Okay. Like, what are you going to do? When are you going to know you're ready for an epidural? What, what are you going to do if it doesn't work? Like I never thought about those situations, those scenarios. So that's why I was left with a very traumatic birth. My first one. So having a plan, but also having the mentality, because that's another thing. She says she has so many girls come in who plan to go unmedicated, but she can tell based off of their mentality if they will fully have an unmedicated birth, which either way is fine. Like there is no judgment. Did you hear? I've had three epidurals in my first two births alone, so I am not against it. Okay, I am just choosing this option for my fourth baby because I want a different experience. Now, the mentality piece, it's all about commitment. If you're considering an unmedicated birth, she said, committing to it, commit to it. Like, say it with your chest. Like, I'm having an unmedicated birth. We are effing doing this. Like, let's freaking go. It's happening I'm, it's yes, I'm going to have a plan, but I got to stop saying I'm planning to have a home birth. That's like leaving the room for a potential like, oh, maybe I'll chicken out or maybe it won't happen or we'll have a plan B and a plan C, which I mean, we will for like emergency purposes, but I need my mind going into this birth to be, this is freaking happening. I am committed I'm confident and then having that confidence mentally is going to help you get through it. Like you know you're in it. Like there's no turning back. Like we are decided. Okay, sorry. I have to get off my soapbox. But (laughs) I'm practicing this because I noticed it too when my, I mean, yeah, every time I talk about home birth, I'm like, yeah, I'm planning a home birth. Yeah, we're thinking we're going to do, yeah, we're thinking we're going to do a home birth. Like, no, we're not thinking it. We're going to do it. And my mother-in-law was here over the weekend and she was like, are you still? So now I have this mindset of like, I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. Like I got to practice my commitment, practice my confidence in it. 
And so she asked me, like, are you still thinking about doing home birth? And I instantly got angry because I was like, I'm not thinking about it. I'm doing it. Like, I am doing it. But also, like, it was decided in October. Like, I I made the decision. I talked to my midwife, like, yes, but now I have to continually say that so that others know it's happening. <laughs> I should probably share more about it, too. But honestly, here's the thing. I haven't been doing a lot of the prep work, which is why I'm excited to go to the midwife next week. <laughs> um, I did. I feel like I am kind of prepping in the sense of I'm making decisions. I decided I want to have a tub. Yeah. Like the one, the inflatable one. I can just rent it. It comes with a liner. Justin fills it up. He's all excited because he's like, I, he, you need a pump and all this stuff or whatever. And I'm like, I'm so glad I'm married to a plumber who just like knows how to <laughs> do hoses and water and like whatever. Like, heck yes. That's your job, Justin. <laughs> but I was on the fence about it. I was like, do I need this? I'll be fine. I'll just use my tub. It's pretty big. And then uh, after a few conversations with different women who've had home births with my midwife and I would rather just have it not need it but I think I'm gonna try a water birth I've just (laughs) why do I say it like that like I just and that's that's one of the things I can wait and wing I'm gonna wing it based off of what my body needs as the baby is transitioning down like do I need to be in water what if my upper body is cold because that's what happened to Trish from labor nurse mama she said her upper body was cold and she was just miserable feeling. So she got out of the tub, dried off because it was just annoying. Have you ever been in labor with something annoying going on? Oh my God. <laughs> it's the worst. I had a cold sore on my lip, like a raging cold sore when I gave birth to Rosie. And when I tell you, it was so distracting from like my contractions were yes obviously contractions and like we felt those but I also had a cold sore on my lip that I couldn't stop thinking about it was so annoying so anyways we're gonna see if the tub's annoying or if it's relaxing and soothing I think it would be a really cool birth because I have never had a water birth I did get in the tub at my hospital birth with Ayla earlier I was only like one centimeter dilated (laughs) so I got in to like help relax but I kind of didn't like it it was just uh, I just didn't like the setup of it and uh, yeah it didn't I think it was in there maybe 40 minutes to an hour but it didn't last long so maybe I will have like a full-on water birth like where the baby comes out underwater what I don't know. I undecided. See, these are things like I can't be confident in because I just, we have to leave room for how we're going to be feeling when it comes. I do also tonight have a call with a hypnobirthing coach. Now, hypnobirthing, from what I've heard, is generally something you do in a course for six to eight weeks leading up to labor. And it's like a few hours each class. And I'm only doing one tonight. So I don't know if I'm going to get the full. I don't really know what to expect. I'm going to follow up with my hypnobirthing 
course. Maybe that'll be episode 30 or week 33, my bump date for 33 weeks pregnant. We can talk more about hypnobirthing, but I'm going to take this call tonight and see how it goes. I'm excited about it. Um, that's another thing. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm doing something. I feel like I'm preparing, even though I don't have anything off of the list of supplies I have to buy. We'll get to that. All right. Let's see. 32. Wait, am I 32 weeks right now? <laughs> yes, I think so. It's so hard because I'm always looking back at like what happened last week at 31 weeks. And then I'm also looking ahead at 33. You know, you get it. Okay. So symptoms, we are feeling, we are feeling okay. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like my third trimester is, is not my worst by far. My first is the absolute worst. And then my third, it just, I feel so vibrant and I feel like I'm flourishing like my whole body like all of my systems are functioning properly which I know is not normal I do still feel really large and in charge Marge like I am roly-polying off of the couch and roly-polying in and out of bed like in the middle of the night I've been waking up a lot which never happened with any of my pregnancies I would sleep like a rock (laughs) when I was pregnant with the girls this one, I'm tossing and turning from side to side and back to the other side. And each time, it takes so much effort for me to roll over. It really, truly does. Why? Oh, man, I feel so big. Um, and I got a pregnancy pillow, which I also have n- never owned one before. They are so massive. And it just feels like another big extension of my body. <laughs> But it's it's comfortable. I like having something in between my legs this pregnancy and having something for my top arm to like wrap around because otherwise I feel like I'm just like crushing in on myself. Like that top arm needs a support. I need support everywhere. My legs, my core, my back, my upper body. Yeah, I just need to be held. <laughs> I just need to be held. So that's a little sleep update and other symptoms. Um, hmm. All right. Something new I noticed this week. It's not really a symptom, but I'm not really having cravings anymore. And eating isn't as enjoyable and satisfying as it was just a few weeks ago when I was like craving something and then you would eat it and it just is so freaking good. I miss that. I really do. I'm not excited about my food. I'm just kind of like, oh, gotta eat something. (laughs) And making food feels exhausting. Luckily, I'm still doing, I have my hungry root meals and I've got, we talked about meal planning this week and I'm just keeping it simple for myself. So I guess I should be grateful that I'm not having crazy cravings because that could be tricky when you're meal when you've already meal planned and you're like, "Oh, but I want a taco salad so bad right now." and you don't have the ingredients to make it. Then I'd be disappointed. So I guess it's fine that I'm just like, "Yeah, I'll just eat whatever. Just whatever's easy, whatever's quick." Um, I just kind of miss like the fun part of eating. <laughs> Pregnancy problems. All right. 
a quick check-in about topics that have been circulating on my Instagram page. If you haven't seen, number one, Soul CBD is having a sale, 30% off. It's their winter sale. My code, Kim Perry, always saves you 15% off. Right now, it's doubled, so you save 30% off with code Kim Perry. I'm going to put the link below. Some of my favorites for pregnancy specifically, I'm going to tell you the topical treatment, the rapid relief cream. This isn't something you ingest in your body. So if you're like, I'm, I'm nervous to try CBD or I have never used it before or whatever your reasons might be. This is something that it's just like an, an icy hot and it does have CBD in it for the pain relief. It is amazing. I love it on my neck and shoulders. That's where I hold a lot of tension. I can put it on my lower back if I'm feeling achy or sore muscle at night. Um, at the like, if I did a tough workout and I'm having trouble like getting around, it feels really great. And I also use it on my forehead and like around my eyes when I get headaches. It instantly gives me relief. Love that so much. So it's 30% off. I also like their gummies and their tinctures, which I talk about all the time. I do have a highlight over on Instagram where I go through it, more of their products and everything in detail, how CBD works. So you can check that out. But the sale is live. Um, also, I talked about my chiropractor appointment, which we've discussed this a few times, but I wanted to show what a prenatal chiropractic appointment looks like. Like, how are you getting set up on the table? What is my doctor looking for in my back, in my pelvis, in my sacrum, my feet, and my legs? Like, what is she looking for and how is she adjusting? And then why those adjustments are important for our body. So I made that. It took me a long time to edit that video. So go check it out. <laughs> Leave a comment. Maybe we should have like a secret emoji. So I know that you heard this podcast episode and went to check out the post and commented on it. Or you could just write the word glow in there somewhere. Or use, I like the star emoji. So if you use an emoji with a star that's how I'll know. And then the other girls will know too. Everyone listening, <laughs> we can, we can see each other. Oh, this is fun. Okay. So I also posted about belly only pregnancies, belly only guys, how to get your belly only pregnancy with Kim Perry. Absolutely not. <laughs> Wait, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you need to go watch this other reel I made. Because somebody asked me, I did a Q&A and the question was, well, first of all, she complimented me. She's like, you glow. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then she said, how do you not gain weight in your arms and legs during pregnancy? And it just, it made me really sad because, well, number one, I did gain weight everywhere. My body, I mean, I don't know if I gained weight, lost muscle, but my body has changed. It has changed. In addition, we have cellulite, stretch marks. We have, I, I deal with the same things as other pregnant women. Like we are all self-conscious about what we look like. We're all having difficult time navigating what to wear and how we're feeling and that roly-poly like mentality of like, nope, this is okay. We're okay. It's for the baby. I'm going to be fine. We're going to come, you know, we're not going to be like this forever. This is all temporary. So. I needed to say that, but then this is just interesting, but a couple, a week or two ago, I was looking up like nursery inspiration on Pinterest and I see these belly only pregnancy fitness routines, how to have a belly only 
pregnancy, meaning you're only gaining weight in your stomach area, which first of all, I mean, there are, there's so much to be said with this. I think I'm going to do a whole podcast episode about that alone because it just, it's so wrong. I'm like, how is this ethical to tell women? Like, it's just not, it's so vain. And I also think it's giving like 2014 energy. Like, do you remember back then when like Fitspo and all these like malnourished girls and the thigh gap are you having flashbacks? If not, like, just be lucky you didn't have to, like, endure this on social media. But there were hashtags like, skip dinner, wake up thinner, and, like, all these really, really unhealthy fitness, I'm using quotation marks, mindset things out there. It was just so bad for the fitness community. It was just, it was before strength training was, like, popular and cool to build muscle. (laughs) Now I feel like we're in a day and age where like everything goes. You can do whatever type of fitness is going to work for you. There's more self-love. There's more body acceptance and appreciation. There's more mental health information out there. So when I saw this, I'm like, this is so 2014. Like, what are we doing? Like, are people out there really looking for this? Who's clicking on it? So I'm going to do an episode. I think I'm going to set up my camera video it because I'm going to record. I'm going to click on these because I don't even know what they are. I'm like, is it a workout plan? Is it a diet plan? Like, I'm sorry. I'm like laughing saying this because I'm like, it's so ridiculous thinking that you can control where your body's going to gain the weight. Not to mention that weight gain is for a purpose. We, we've got obviously in the belly, you know, you got your uterus is growing, the baby, the placenta, you're growing a whole nother organ in there. Your blood volume is expanding. You have so much blood in your body. And then your boobs. Hello. Um, excuse me. I think I've gained five pounds per boob. Okay. I didn't even have boobs until I got pregnant this time. <laughs> so, and then we got our maternal fat stores. Hello. This is how we keep our babies alive when we breastfeed them. Our body is preparing to not be able to sleep, barely have time to eat, and we have to constantly be nourishing and feeding our baby. So it's going to be pulling from these maternal fat stores. We need maternal fat stores. We need them. (laughs) I don't want to prevent that from happening because I plan to breastfeed. Oh my goodness. So many things to say about that. So I made a reel about it and it got great feedback. So <laughs> I appreciate everyone who responded to that as well. Whew. All right. And other news workouts, I am still doing the 24 challenge, but I'm doing more of my fit pregnancy workouts. I've been following that schedule for 32 weeks and I'm trying, no, I'm just like, I'll stop using that word. I'm committing to it. <laughs> I am working on another prenatal program that is specific to the third trimester and specific to labor preparation. So stay tuned for more on that. But that's what I did today. And my legs feel like jello from that workout. It felt so good. And it's going to help with my home birth. It's going to help with you know, preparing for contractions, that mental component that we need for all of this that I've been talking about. And I'm so excited for it. 
So that's what's been going on with my workouts. And that's what I have for you today. That is my 32-week bump date. Sorry it's late, but better late than never. (laughs) All right. Thank you for being here today, and I will see you on Monday.